Before we begin today's episode, I do want to wish my deepest condolences to the family and friends of Jay Briscoe. And I ask anyone that's listening to this to please keep his family in your prayers as unfortunately, still to this day, the time of the recording right now, it's still January 20th and his daughters are still fighting for their lives at this point, having to deal with the injuries of the car accident, having to deal with possibly one not being able to walk at this point. Um, We hope for the best and hope that they are able to get through this and please keep them in their prayers because as someone who has lost a father at a younger age, um, this is something where it is going to be a, it is going to be a long journey for them. Um, I wish them well and to everyone that has, been affected by this, especially the wrestling community, um, knowing how important Jay Briscoe was to tag team wrestling, a pioneer of tag team wrestling with his brother Mark, what they did for the independent circuit for Ring of Honor. Um, we'll never be able to pay back. Uh, we'll miss you, Jay. Rest in peace. And my deepest condolences to friends and family of Jay Briscoe. Now, let's go into the episode. What's up, everyone? My name is Ray Sanchez. This is episode number 24 here of the Indie Perspective. This is going to be a double feature as we'll be discussing all things Battle Club Pro. Welcome to New York and Catalyst Wrestling Rock the Bell House. Here we go. So, like I said, it is a stacked weekend. Welcome to New York City, happening Saturday, January 21st, live from Brooklyn, New York. And then Sunday will be Callus Wrestling, Rock the Bell House, live as well from Brooklyn, New York, but at the Bell House. Brooklyn is getting a stacked wrestling weekend, and I can't wait. I'll be at both events, and it is going to be a weekend that you're not going to want to miss. So let's start it off here. Let's talk about Saturday's event here. Let's talk about Welcome to New York City, Battle Club Pro, the Fallout, Jobber Tears Network, all coming together to bring you this stacked event. Also Federated, shout out to the great people at Federated or as well their contributions. So let's get into the first matchup we're going to talk about here. That will be a trios match as it will feature Sammy Chaos. Aaron Ash and a mystery partner taking on Spice and Project Mayhem. If you've been keeping up to date with all things Battle Club, Fallout, and their social media, you've seen how these teams, how this all started. You saw what Sammy Chaos and Spice got into at the previous Fallout Shelter. But now we're starting to see how Spice was able to get her team making a deal with Mayhem, if you will. And I know Spice wants to even the odds. She has her issues with Sammy Chaos. Sammy Chaos bringing in a true heavy hitter to be a part of her team this weekend in Aaron Ash. And we still don't know who they're teaming with. The question is, who will be their third partner? Who is going to add to the dominant Sammy Chaos and Aaron Ash? You have to think, that alone is a dominant force. They could possibly go two on three and decimate their opponents. But to see who could be possibly uh, their third partner is going to be interesting. But also, I trying to be neutral here, trying to not be biased. 
But I do have a soft side for Project Mayhem. I'm looking forward to seeing what they do in that ring this Saturday and getting to see because they are the more experienced duo a part of this trios match. No matter how you look at it, they have been a tag team all around the independent circuit, especially the last year, dominating places like the Fallout Shelter, like Battle Club, and so on and so forth. So I'm looking forward to see what will happen in this trios match, who the surprise partner will be. You're going to want to be there this Saturday to check it out. Link in the description down below. If you haven't already, get your tickets now because they are limited. Tickets are limited for both of these events, actually. So get your tickets now before it's too late. But let's go to this one now. From one huge matchup, we go to another colossal confrontation, a hoss fight, if you will. Singles match here, as it will be Yaya going head-to-head -head with the barricade, Big Cuzzo. Big Cuzzo has been someone that, like I talked about when I had the nemesis on the podcast, has come into his own. He's finally now finding this just dominant side about him. This isn't the Big Cuzzo that was just about dancing, about having fun, about giving L's. Um, he's found himself. He's found what it is to be the barricade. He's found what it is to now be this dominant force. And I want to see what's going to happen when he steps into the ring with a man the size of Yaya. Because Yaya isn't a small man either. The barricade, usually, when he goes into a ring, usually he's almost teetering over whoever his opponent is. Because he's usually the bigger guy. But when he's finally going head-to-head -head with someone the size of Yaya, and especially the size and ability of Yaya, because Yaya can fly. For a big dude, he does some things that are usually not seen by a guy his size. I want to see what's going to happen when these two finally go head-to-head -head on Saturday. But again, we're going to be seeing this and so much more in less than 24 hours, guys. Like I said, get your tickets now because it is going to be an event that you will not want to miss live right here from Brooklyn, 185 Ellery Street. Now, from that matchup, let's go to this as it will be for the Battleweight Championship, as announced yesterday on the, sorry, uh, the Gigi for the Win, the Knuckleheads podcast. Shout out to them on their 100th episode. That is still something that is insane to me that I was able to reach as well. Um, ending last year, I got to my episode 100. It is something that's very hard to do. Um, congratulations to them and best wishes for the future. Keep going, keep pushing. But last night on that podcast, they had Money Morales himself, the boss man of Battle Club, where it was announced that the championship now is going to be the Battleweight Championship. The Nemesis Division, but the Battleweight Championship. So that sixth way now for the Battleweight Championship will feature defending champion Colossal Mike Law. A-game, Joseph Alexander, another guest of the podcast this week, Rob Kiljoy, the ugly duckling himself. The Virtuous, Federated's own Abraham Khan, the Saint of War, Dominic De Niro, and Encore Moore. When you look at that, and then, last but not least, we have to talk about here the very special guest referee. Gino Gotts, who also was a guest on the podcast this week. Thank you to both Gino and Rob Kiljoy for coming on this week and discussing this matchup, but also to Gino to convince us a little more that we should trust him, that he can count the one, two, three. I'm still on the fence about it, but tomorrow we are going to see 
will Gino be a man of his word? Because unfortunately, if he does do any hoodwinks, if he does anything that is not right down the middle, he will be fired from Battle Club Pro. Joe Morales has said it time and time again. He said it on the podcast. He showed us in the comments. He said if he is to do anything like anything that is not supposed to be done by an official, he will be fired from Battle Club Pro. Going into this one, I'm looking forward to see what is going to happen. Can Colossal Mike Law retain his championship here? Will he prove to truly be the number one coach at the fallout shelter? Because I don't know what it is about Colossal Mike Law now that this new attitude, this new just, he's finally just wanting to show, hey, he is that good. I want to see what's going to happen here with Colossal Mike Law. But then also the Federated's involvement in this, I want to see will Abraham Khan be able to deliver the message here of Federated and walkout champion, or will it be a game? A game has truly been showcasing himself at the Fallout Shelter at the at Battle Club Pro. I want to see can a game walk away champion here, or will Rob Kiljoy be able to do what he's been saying? He's going into a whole weekend where he has not one, not two, but three separate uh, championship matches. Will he be able to walk out the weekend? With some with a heavier bag, we're gonna wait and see. But also, you can't count out Dominic De Niro, who truly, when he goes in there, he is a heavy hitter. No pun intended, just because when he hits you with that red hook and he locks you in that red hook, that lock of his, that submission, that variation of a sleeper, it is night night. But also Encore more. I'm looking forward to see what Encore brings to Brooklyn because Encore is truly he's coming to his own. I like seeing what Encore has done, getting to see from his earlier days of training to what he's become now as, as a performer and competitor. It is something that it is special. So, But from one championship match, let's go to another, as we're now going to be talking about to determine the new Battle Club Pro Icons champion. Unfortunately, the former Battle Club Pro Icons champion, Big Swole, had to relinquish the championship. Um, we wish Big Swole um, the best. Hopefully everything is okay. But two great competitors are stepping up to vie to become the next champion here. It will be the Afro-Punk Trish Adora versus your favorite, my favorite, Cosmic here. What will happen when you see two talented performers that have been going around not only independence, just going around the world here? to showcase their styles, as we talked about with Danny Nemesis. We talked about uh, Cosmic was a part of the ECWA Women's Tournament. Came close to almost winning the whole thing. Trisha Dora has gone worldwide here, showcasing her talents to the elite level, to the honor level, just keeping that style alive here. I want to see what is going to happen when these two go at it tomorrow. Who will walk out that new champion and continue the lineage of what that Icons Championship has been. You're going to want to be there tomorrow to find out, guys. But from that, now let's go to this. As it will be a triple threat hoss fight. As it will be Auntie Ruthless Lala going head-to-head -head with paid in full a captain of the Fallout Shelter, Anthony Gamble, taking on the Bushwick Beast, El Unico, Chris Barton, and you've heard the words from all three competitors. Ruthless Lala, not too happy with what her nephews have been saying. She feels disrespected and looks to respectfully 
teach them a little bit of a, of a lesson tomorrow night. Anthony Gamble looks to show to not. He didn't say much. He wanted to show it in the ring. He's looking to prove why he is a captain of the Fallout and looking to show why Battle Club is going to be his place. Chris Barton, he's looking to do that as well. Chris Barton currently, as we speak, is traveling all the way to Canada. He's doing his thing in Super Kicked. He's doing his thing over there and looking tomorrow to come back to the States for another W. Will it be able to happen in Battle Club? We'll wait and see. But this is going to be a fight. This is going to be something not for the faint of heart. You guys are going to want to be there to see how this will go down. But from a Haas fight, let's go into tag team action. As it will be the team that embodies the fallout, embodies Battle Club Pro. It is the Scottericans, co-captains here. The Scottericans, KJ Mack, Dave Rivera with Jordy Effin Lee. Going head-to-head with the Uptown Boys, Matt Awesome and Jared Diaz. Matt Awesome has been part of the Fallout Shelter, has been part of Battle Club Pro. He teamed with Dave Rivera at the last event that the Fallout Shelter put together with IFC. And we thought everything was cool with them. Everything was going well. But unfortunately, we get to this now that Matt Awesome wants a tag match. He wants to face the Scott Ricans. And he's brought on an old friend, Jared Diaz. They, they're the, the Uptown boys. They like to, to drink their Arizonas. They come down with the chancla. Uh, after this being Matt Awesome's birthday week as well, happy birthday to Matt Awesome, um, we heard from Money Morales, Joaquin Morales, saying the chancla is legal on Saturday. I want to see how that's going to come into play. I want to see... What is the reaction the Uptown Boys will get this Saturday in Brooklyn? What are the what is the reaction they're going to get tomorrow? Because the Scott Ricans are the hometown heroes here, even though again their hometown is a little farther away. They're home here when it comes to being part of the Fallout Shelter and being part of Battle Club Pro. But again, we're going to wait and see what happens. Some great tag team action will be taking place tomorrow. But from there, this is a match I've been looking forward to see because it's going to be a true test of styles here as it will be the inner city king, one of the coaches of the fallout shelter, Jorge Santi going head to head with Prince Ahmed, the torture artist versus the inner city king A prince meets a king who will walk away victorious. I want to see what is going to happen because the inner city king has that different style to him. If you see how he trains his students, how he how he's able to showcase his style in that ring, a veteran of the game, this is definitely not the inner city king's first rodeo. I want to see what he's going to bring tomorrow night in Brooklyn. But then when you look at what Prince Ahmed does in that ring as well, there's a reason he's called the torture artist. I've gotten to see him now in multiple promotions, that innovation of his style, the kicks that he's able to do, the holds he's able to lock in, and it's going to be a match that you're going to have to keep your eyes on the whole time because if you blink, you're going to miss something very important. And this is going to be one of those matches where I feel like, and I think we said this with Danny, was who's going to make that first mistake? Because whoever makes that first mistake and their opponent is able to capitalize, that might be the tale of who will get that important W tomorrow at Battle Club's Welcome to New York City. But from there, we're going now to a matchup years in the making. Okay. When you talk about wrestling podcasts, especially 
worldwide, there's one podcast that is known around the globe, and that is the World Culture Podcast. But now, when we go to the tri-state area, when we go to New York City, if you haven't heard about the Jobber Tears podcast, I don't know what's wrong with you. Because the Jobber Tears podcast is definitely one that if you're in New York and you're a wrestling fan, especially if you love all kinds of wrestling, the Jobber Tears podcast is that go-to. And seeing a match like this that has been years in the making, both competitors wanting it to happen, it is Jobber Tears versus what culture? It is a matchup all the way, an opponent coming all the way from across the pond. Simon Miller for what culture comes to New York City tomorrow. It will be Simon Miller versus Sir Wilkins. Sir Wilkins representing the Jobber Tears podcast. Sir Wilkins making his official pro wrestling debut, making his official battle club debut. All eyes are on these two men tomorrow. Because this event is insane. This event is stacked. But when you look at the talk of the town, it has been about this matchup right here because everyone wants to see what this was all about. What was this hype years in the making? Jobber Tears versus what culture? Simon Miller versus Sir Wilkins. What will go down when they finally touch in that squared circle tomorrow? The weigh-in is actually tonight. So if you're able to go... Go to Legends Bar tonight. Go check out SmackDown and go be a part of the weigh-in to lead into tomorrow's event. Because tomorrow, when these two touch in that squared circle, it is going to be a fight like none other. But from there, we now go to a championship matchup here. Those Bow Club Pro Tag Team Championships. As it will be Federated's own John Davis and O'Shea Edwards as they will be accompanied to the ring by Mr. Martinez himself of Federated, taking on the main event, the tag team champions here, Jay Lyon and Midas Black. And now we talk about this matchup here. At the start of the show, we had to give tribute to the fallen Jay Briscoe. Again, we rest in peace, Jay. We wish the deepest condolences to his family, friends. But a matchup like this now means so much more. A matchup like this, especially to Jay and Midas, this means so much more because now it adds another level to it. It adds what this means. Doing this on a stage like this, to be able to continue what guys like Jay Briscoe did, what Mark Briscoe was doing with his brother Jay, this is about continuing to make tag team wrestling on, on another level. This is about showing that respect for the craft, the craft here. No pun intended for the podcast. This is truly showcasing why tomorrow's tag match and any tag team match you see this weekend, it's going to have a different feeling to it. You're going to see how the performers are. Every performer this weekend, I could say, I could see that. They're going to have that level of respect and have that showing because they want to continue what a lot of, unfortunately, the falling brothers and sisters can no longer do. So this matchup here is going to be one you're going to want to be there to see. Not only is it federated here versus Battle Club, it is the main event proving why this was the reason they are the current tag team champions. They fought hard to be here. They fought hard to finally win tag team gold. And when you look at the trajectory of where the main event is now, holding not only these tag team championships, but three separate sets of tag titles, winning the inaugural ECWA tag team tournament. 
and continually just going around the independent circuit and making their name every single place they go. Tomorrow, this is going to be a matchup that you're going to want to be there. Get your tickets. Like I said, tickets are very limited. So get your tickets now before they're sold out because you're not going to want to miss this stacked event. But from that, we now go to the championship match here, the Battle Club Pro five-point championship. Tomorrow, we're going to find out why. This was the championship Steve Benya wanted to put on the line. We're going to find out, can Steve Benya finally defeat the all-father Darius Carter? Darius Carter has defeated Steve Benya in every single encounter they've had. Will tomorrow be the difference maker? Will Steve Benya show that he is no longer that Steve Benya of the past? Will he show why he is the finisher? Will he be able to do it tomorrow at Battle Club Pro? At Welcome to New York City. And will he show Darius Carter that this is why they weren't protecting him, protecting the championship from, from Darius Carter. They are protecting Darius Carter from having a loss like this. Darius Carter says it's only a, a little bit of a, a, a roadblock here. It is only just guaranteed he will be the next five-point champion. And he has told Money Morales, Joe Keem, that he will be the next Battle Club Pro franchise champion. He wants that rightful old title shot for the franchise championship. Tomorrow we will see. Will Darius Carter be a man of his word here? You're going to want to be there tomorrow to see this stacked event featuring, again, those championship matches, that stacked card, and so much more. This is why you want to be at these events because you never know what can happen to steal a line from the Theos, the SAT. Expect the unexpected. But again, that is only half of what we're here to talk about. Let's now get to Sunday. Because again, it's a stacked weekend. A double feature of a weekend here. Sunday, we're going to the Bell House, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, that same Bell House that you've seen music legends perform. We're going Sunday to rock the Bell House as Cows Wrestling presents their inaugural event of the year here. And let's go into this first match as it will be a championship matchup for that Cows Wrestling Freestyle Championship. It will be Ghost Shadow defending the Freestyle Medallion here against Deadass Carter Mason. Ghost Shadow going into this third reign. When we talk about the reign that Ghost Shadow has had, having an historic reign of over a year the first time he held the medallion, Winning it again, and then winning it a third time. And when we think about Ghost Shadow's win-loss record in Callous Wrestling, since the year 2019, he's only suffered four losses. Do you, do you hear that number? Since 2019, he's only lost four times. And I don't see Ghost Shadow kicking off 2023, kicking off a new year, especially now that he's finally regained this freestyle championship. I don't see him losing it anytime soon, especially to kick off the year here at Catalyst Wrestling. This is going to be, again, that matchup of seeing Will Carter Mason show why he is from the Sixth Borough, show that he is a real New Yorker. Can he be that guy? Can he be, after seeing what he went toe-to-toe -to -toe with Homicide, even though he suffered the loss, you saw he was able to go head-to-head -to -head with Homicide. He was able to withstand a matchup with, a, with the Notorious 187 Will he be able to not only withstand a battle here with the technical extraterrestrial, 
the destroyer god, will he be able to stand toe-to-toe with him? And will he be able to win? You're going to want to be there Sunday. Get your tickets now for Rock the Bell House. But from seeing one veteran in the game, we're going to now see three more. And a future star of professional wrestling here. Well, not even, even just a future. The present of professional wrestling. As you see current Cal's Wrestling Tag Team Champions, the Tri-State Saints will be in action this Sunday. Steve Monster Mac, the Church's Money Black G's, the Saint of War Dominic De Niro, and the Prince of Camden, Deshaun Pratt. Seeing how this force has grown, seeing how dominant they've been, we saw with Dominic De Niro in his first night in Cal's Wrestling, his first night a part of the Tri-State Saints, what he was able to do to Peter Avalon in the main event. He forced them to have a whole disbandment here. The Tri-State Saints caused Peter Avalon in the main event to just implode. So I want to see who is going to step up to these four. Because that's the thing. If any team decides to stand up to these four, they have to remember it is four of them. And you never know where Joker could be. Because that's technically five separate members of the Tri-State Saints. And they have a whole catalog of possible more members. A whole Rolodex, if you will. Sorry. Of possible members that they could just call in a minute. You never know what could happen. But from there, we now go to this. As Jaden Newman this is looking to make his Kyle's Wrestling debut this Sunday. What will Jaden Newman bring to Kyle's Wrestling? What will happen when this numero uno, because that's what he calls himself. He calls himself number one. Will he showcase that? Will he show why he's number one in professional wrestling? We're going to have to wait and see. And who who will face Jaden Newman? What is Jaden Newman going to get involved in? You're going to want to be there this Sunday to see what will happen in Kyle's Wrestling. But from there, we now go to tournament action as the Catalyst Wrestling Women's Championship Tournament is still going as it will be. The Russian Dynamite herself, Masha Slamovich, returned to Catalyst Wrestling here as she'll be taking on J.C. Storm. So much going on here. When you see what J.C. Storm tried to do at our last event in Catalyst Wrestling, you saw she tried to just get away from having to face Queen Aminata and Valentina. We saw her then attack Valentina and say it's she should already just be in the finals here. She shouldn't have to face anyone. She should be given that Kyle's Wrestling Women's Championship. And Allison Danger, not too much of a fan of that. The matchmaker of Kyle's Wrestling decided that JC Storm will have to face someone, and not just any person in this tournament, but Masha Slamovich. Again, the number 10 ranked competitor in all, in Sports Illustrated. She is the 10th ranked competitor of professional wrestling. Top 10 right there. Think about that and think about just what career she's had. This this year alone has been insane for Masha Slamovich. And I know going into this, she's thinking about adding another belt to the collection. And that is that Cal's Wrestling Women's Championship. But from this one, we now go to Bobby Orlando. Your mom, Bobby Orlando, returns to Cal's Wrestling this Sunday, as he's issuing an open challenge, Bish, who will step up to Bobby Orlando? What will happen when Bobby Orlando walks into the bell house? I, I was looking at the bell house, and I'm hoping there's nothing too high 
that Bobby Orlando is going to want to jump off of. What will happen when Bobby Jr. is in Brooklyn once again is going to be a night you're not going to want to forget. And this is going to be insane to see who will step up, who will be the guy to want to face Bobby Orlando with Bobby Jr. Um, Bobby Orlando going through it still after being betrayed by the business, by being betrayed by men that he thought were his brothers, that were his friends, that was a crew together. And now we'll see what happens this Sunday at Rock the Bell House. But talking about the business, we're going to talk about one of their biggest members, Wrecking Ball Ligurski, NWA's own Wrecking Ball Ligurski going head-to-head with Ron Bash Jr. in a barricade match. The very first ever barricade match will be going down this Sunday. This is going to be interesting to see what will happen when these two collide. They've gone time and time again against each other, and they fought out of the arena, fought out of the ring, and Allison Dangerous finally found a way to keep, hopefully, keep them together in the ring, keep them to have to end the match in the ring. What is the barricade match, you ask? You're going to have to find out this Sunday at the Bell House. I hope the insurance is covered because this is going to be one that I don't know if the Bell House is going to be able to withstand, even with the barricade that we'll be seeing this Sunday. But from there, we now go to a tag team matchup here. It will be the main event. Again, we're seeing the main event just killing it this weekend. They're going to be taking on Peter Avalon and the new age Punisher B-Boy. Now, the main event come already. They're trained by... Independent wrestling legends here. They have that respect already for the craft. And they thought they had the respect of their partner in Peter Avalon. Peter Avalon and the main event were were doing good as a duo. They were flowing together great. But unfortunately going against the the Tri-State Saints over and over again. The frustration built up in Peter Avalon. He feels... It's the main event's fault that they were not able to get a win. They were not able to secure the victory, and he doesn't like to lose. He didn't come to Callous Wrestling to lose. And this Sunday, he's brought his own backup in the form of an independent wrestling legend. The New Age Punisher himself, B-Boy, comes back to the East Coast. The West Coast King comes to the East Coast. To show why when you talk about independent wrestling legends, when you mention Homicide, when you mention Low Key, when you mention guys like that, you have to talk about B-Boy. Because B-Boy truly taking over what the West Coast independent circuit is. To see B-Boy make his return back to Brooklyn this Sunday is going to be a sight. And to see what will happen when the main event go against B-Boy and Peter Avalon is going to be a sight. I know the main event are not taking this task any... They're they're going into this. Their head is focused. They're going focused into this. But what will happen when they go at it again? After a night of already facing a stacked tag team in O'Shea Edwards and John Davis, what will happen when they go against B-Boy and Peter Avalon? This weekend, you get two shots to see the main event. Come down and enjoy some great professional wrestling 
a stacked weekend, folks. But from there, now let's go to this as it will be. A matchup that finally is a one-on-one contest. It has been years in the making here. We've seen the development. We've seen the evolution. We no longer have the intern, Lucas. He's finally almost accepted that darkness. He's listened to what Zach Amico has said. And unfortunately, it leads to this. Twitch versus Dr. Sleep, Anthony Gangone. Anthony Gangone tried to free Lucas. He tried to free the intern. He tried to take him away from Zach Amico and get him to be liberated from this facade that Zach Amico is portraying. He knows Zach Amico means no no good. He's only meaning harm in Kyle's wrestling, and he wanted to save Lucas from being under that. But unfortunately, Lucas has accepted it. He, he did this just insane transformation, attacking Valentina, attacking Zach Amico, and saying that Anthony Gangone was a liar, that Anthony Gangone doesn't care about him. And Anthony Gangone now is going into this with another mindset. I want to see what Anthony Gangone will do when it's finally one-on-one. Hopefully, it remains one-on-one. This is something we even saw from Anthony Gangone comment this week on social media that for Twitch to do this one-on-one, no horror show members, just him and Anthony Gangone in that squared circle. Will Twitch do it? Will Zach Amico allow it to be a simple one-on-one contest? You're going to have to wait and see who will walk away victorious from that just chaotic matchup. But from one chaotic, we go to an insane style matchup here because it's going to be the infinite T-I-M, the infinite man himself, T-I-M, goes head-to-head with the innovator, Jack Evans, in a top rope match. You look at the styles of these two. You look at what they've done in the business and Jack Evans, when you think about top rope moves, when you think about high flying, Jack Evans is almost perfected the style. And you look at CIM, and you look at, yes, he's done amazing things in his career so far. Very still, very young in his career. He has big things coming. But he feels like he's owed the same respect. He's owed the same praise that he should be at the same. He is even better, he feels like, than Jack Evans. So when he gets to this match on Sunday, there's so many layers to this now because it's about showing who is truly better when it comes to that pound for pound in the ring. Who will be able to outdo the other? Who is going to get that top rope maneuver? But again, this is one of those is who's going to make that first mistake. Will Jack Evans, the veteran of this, be able to capitalize on mistakes made by TIM? Or will the dastardly TIM, the infinite man himself, be able to sneak away with a victory here over Jack Evans. An impressive victory that it will be. You're going to want to be there this Sunday to find out. But from there, we now go to not only a championship match, but a matchup with anniversary implications. Because this matchup will be for that Cows Wrestling Sapphire Television Championship, as well as the number one contendership for the Cows Wrestling Heavyweight Championship. At anniversary, it will be defending champion O'Shea Edwards defending against the deaf samurai himself, Akira. Now, this matchup originally scheduled for our last event. It was supposed to end the year here. We were supposed to determine who would be that Sapphire champion as long as well as the number one contender for anniversary. But now we kick off the year with this collision here. 
The Deaf Samurai wants to end the Carter Group. He wants to take away all the power that the Carter Group has over Catalyst Wrestling. Will the Deaf Samurai be able to do this on Sunday? Will he be able to start with the big kaiju himself and get to the All-Father? Or will we see the big bad kaiju dominate here and retain his championship and then go head-to-head -head with Darius Carter? Because we've seen the big bad kaiju and Darius Carter unfortunately are not they're not at 100%. They're not they're not fully connected here. They're not on the same page and that is showing something. I talked about it with Stephen James when I had him on the podcast. Thank you again to Stephen James, to Stephen to coming on and having this discussion when we broke down the card and I don't I don't know what is this this animosity. What is this that's causing the Carter group to not be connected? And will that play a factor when it comes to this match on Sunday and what will happen at anniversary? You're going to have to wait and see, ladies and gentlemen. But from the number one contendership, we now go to the championship matchup here. It's going to be for that Cal Wrestling Heavyweight Championship as Darius Carter going on a run here of over 400 days as Cal Wrestling Heavyweight Champion. He will be defending that championship this Sunday against Hot Sauce Tracy Williams and the Ugly Duckling Rob Killjoy. Darius Carter has had a role as Kyle's champion, defeating the likes of J.D. Drake, Josh the Goods Woods, Anthony Green, and even most recently, a veteran, a le independent wrestling legend in Alex Shelley. He goes into this now with that mindset of wanting to continue this dominant reign. But now he doesn't have just one stacked opponent. He has two. Because he has the foundation, a, a member of the foundation, a man that has that respect truly for the craft, for the mat. For him, the ring is sacred, Tracy Williams. But then you also have a man that has truly showed that his heart and soul lives in professional wrestling. He embodies professional wrestling. This isn't just a hobby for him. He loves doing what he has to do in this squared circle. His weekends are about showing he eats, sleeps, and breathes professional wrestling, Rob Killjoy. This Sunday, this triple threat match will be like none other. This isn't going to be an easy task for any of these three men to be able to put the other down because Darius Carter does not want to lose that prestigious Kyle's Wrestling Heavyweight Championship. Rob Killjoy does not want to lose again after losing to a former brother, former friend in Colby Carino, this means everything to him. And Tracy Williams has it to prove he wants to make this debut a successful one in Kyle's wrestling and pr truly prove why he's one of the best technical wrestlers going today. Be there, ladies and gentlemen, for this matchup because we could end it there. That could have been it. That could have been a perfect way to cap off the inaugural event for Kyle's wrestling of the year. But guess what? We still have one more match. And that matchup is decades in the making. It is a feud that has gone from a father to the son. It has gone from a legend to a legend to now one of the best professional wrestlers in their prime still. It is a last man standing match as it will be the notorious 187 
Homicide going head to head with the former Kyle's Wrestling Heavyweight Champion. It is going to be Carino versus Homicide one last time. When you think of the name Carino and you think of Homicide, that just what it's been, what what it does in this, what Carino and Homicide, the feud that has taken over promotions, that has taken over a whole venue, that it caused a riot. Steve Carino and Homicide went to blow, went to blood. They went bout for bout. And now Colby Carino looks to end a feud here. The last bastion of professional wrestling looks to end what his father unfortunately could not. He wants to put an end to the notorious 187 homicide. And this is why this matchup is a last man standing. Though, I have to say this. This is a matchup that, again, is not going to be for the faint of heart. Because no matter who wins and who loses, neither will be walking out the same. Neither will be ending this chapter in any shape of how they started. Homicide versus the Carinos is a feud that I grew up on. Seeing Homicide versus Steve Carino multiple times, it was a bout that just kept getting better and better, and it kept evolving. And seeing what has become between Homicide and Colby has been the same. Seeing that I know Colby Carino is going to be studying and watching to be ready for this bout this Sunday. It's going to be one that you don't want to miss. Trust me. This is going to be the talk of the weekend, and it has been a stacked weekend that we're talking about here. Ladies and gentlemen, if you haven't already, get your tickets for both. Welcome to New York City and for Rock the Bell House. Both of these events are brought to you by Capital Media LLC because it is going to be a stacked weekend of just insane professional wrestling that you're going to want to be a part of. Support independent wrestling. Enjoy a great weekend. And hey, come to Brooklyn. It's going to be a great weekend in Brooklyn. It's going to be a weekend that you're going to want to be talking about because they're going to ask, so how's the new year starting? You get to say you got to enjoy a great weekend with some amazing professional wrestling featuring some of the best going today and some of the best stars of the future. So, ladies and gentlemen, this has been episode number 24 of the Indie Perspective. Again, that double feature. My name is Ray Sanchez. As always, don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe. Also, follow both promotions on all their social media. I'll be dropping the links down below. And get your tickets. Both of the links to those events will be in the description down below. Thank you guys for watching. As always, don't forget to be wise, be genuine, be real, be better people. Respect the craft, and we'll see you guys tomorrow at Battle Club Pro and Sunday at Callus Wrestling. Peace.